everybody. Welcome back to Building a Podcast with your hosts, Maticus Bricks, Obi-Wan Kenobricks, and me, Brickchef. Today's intro is just going to be a little bit quicker. We did our introductions last week. If you didn't watch last week's episode or listen to last week's episode, definitely go do that. So yeah, do you guys have any cool updates? Anything you guys have been working on? Why don't you start us out, Thomas? All right. So I have something that I'm going to try to share here for those of you who are watching on the live feed. If you're listening after the fact, then you just have to imagine what this looks like. And I apologize. I'm reaching in a weird way here. But I saw this globe thing at Target and it looks like this. It's like this little, it looks like it's glass, but it's not. It's plastic, which is good. And I already had the, uh, the Lego roses. So I knew immediately what I wanted to do. If you are a fan of, or have at least even heard of Beauty and the Beast, I created this. So it's it's challenging to lift it up correctly here. But uh, what for those of you listening after the fact, um, I, I've got the, the rose from Beauty and the Beast floating inside this jar. And of course, I got ring light on it, so it's like hard to see, you know, perfectly. But it is supported by a couple of transparent pieces here that allow it to uh, stand up and appear as if it is suspended in midair. Um, I also was thinking that I would suspend a, a, a pedal off the side there as if it was in the process of falling. Um, I just need to have a second pedal to go in there. So that was my exciting thing for this week uh, that I worked on. And I'm making a video to put that on how I created it. That That's looks really awesome. fantastic. I have yeah. an idea. <laughs> I love seeing uh, people take things that are not Lego and finding a creative way to use them in a Lego context. Awesome, really nice stuff. Thanks. For me, I totally had every intention of maybe getting started on some sort of new mock or build to share, and I don't have that. I think anybody who's talked to me in the last couple of weeks knows I'm on a bit of a Lord of the Rings kick, so I've been rebuilding <laughs> my Lord of the Rings sets. It's not the other side of the room. I have the pirate ship ambush. I'm not going to get up and get it, but oh, that's good I got this guy. Anybody who's not oh, seeing this wow. is the cave troll. The um, troll, yeah. I got him on Mercari, and he's my new best friend. <laughs> um, this is is a big fig. It is a very large big fig. For anybody who is into Lego big figs, this guy is like massive. I don't know. I just think it's really cool. So one more that for is, the Lord of the Rings collection. That is awesome. So Thank he's, you. He looks like he's quite a bit taller than like the um, the Rock Raiders um, rock monster. He is. He definitely is. I don't think I have any other big figs in reach to compare. But he's actually like got probably like half an inch on the Hulk. Wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Yeah. It's massive. I bet his yeah. arms would look wonky on like Hulk or Thanos. <laughs> I I am 100% going to do that when we're done here. <laughs> and I will share the video results because that oh. sounds like uh, that sounds like a video. Yeah. That sounds, sounds like a video right there. Yeah, absolutely does. <laughs> well, so, yeah, yeah, I haven't really uh, been working on anything except just normal videos. I built the Justifier, I think, two days ago. I should have brought that up here. It's a cool set. It's very expensive. (laughs) It's very expensive. I mean, it's. I will say it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's very long. It's like, I'd say it's a little bit bigger than the Imperial Light Cruiser in terms of just like size. Definitely not in piece count, but in terms of size, it's probably a bit bigger than the uh, Imperial Light Cruiser, which surprised me. Wow. But it still it still leaves some to be desired for its mm. price point for sure. Yeah, that um, was kind of my qualm with it. I saw one built in person recently, and I got to pick it up and look at it, and it looked, I mean, 
impressive. Has a nice little interior. You know, the price point is still making me say no for now, but yeah. it, it does look very cool in person. That's yeah. where I'm about as well. Uh, and really my main concern is, well, not concern, just like reason I've passed on it is because I feel like it's just, it's not as recognizable of a, of a ship, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel like, you know, it's, it had maybe like two or three minutes of screen time in that second season of Bad Batch. And so to me, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it's like a gray triangle. Cool. You know, I don't know. You know, but I bought the mini figs out of it, obviously. Oh, don't you know, we getting all. Omega and a new Cat Bane. Like, that's really cool. And the then they stuck them in this dude. thing that I don't want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, Toto. 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 Yeah. Toto. Yeah. 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 I got a lot of heat uh, for calling it a big gray Star Wars ship in my, you know, one of my recent oh, videos too. on it. Me too, but I'm just yeah. like, you know what? It's a big gray Star Wars ship and it's not as uh, iconic as the other big gray Star Wars ships. So. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 I, I know. I was like, it's a thousand gray pieces. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, I don't know. I would like in a more you know, discernible, recognizable ship for that price point. If it was, of course. you know, maybe, maybe half that price point, I would have probably picked it up. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. be as exciting. No. Oh, right. But um, <laughs> I think that takes us into our first segment. We got a lot to get through today, so I, we're just going to yes. get going with it. Um, so as always, we're going to start off with the news today. Interesting things this week. Mainly the big interesting stuff that happened this week is going to be all the reveals that actually uh, came out. But we'll get to the sales first. Not too many sales this week. Uh, Walmart still got the Galaxy Explorer for $75, which is still a really, really good deal. Uh, some of the Amazon deals that we were talking about last week have gone away. They have a couple small ones, but nothing of note. Always just be checking Amazon. You can get $10 and $5 discounts here and there on various sets. And then the only other big deal that I could find this week is that Zavi is running a promotion where you can get 15% off pretty much most of the Star Wars sets they have on their website with a code. I believe it's LSW, something like that. But if you go to Zavi, you'll see the promo. They have it advertised under all of the uh, Lego Star Wars sets right now. It uh, but- probably should also be noted that... Um- if you are shopping at either Target or Walmart, they will price match um, each other, and they'll also generally price match with Amazon as long yes. as it's a, a current listing on there and it's not something like a like a third-party seller. Usually, you can get them to price match on those, so definitely worth taking a look at if you can find it there. Yes, that is definitely um, a big one for sure, for sure. But now I think uh, we're going to move on to think what a lot of people are thinking about right now the newly revealed sets and i think the first one we have on here is yeah the big oh, yeah. the big one the ucs razor crest um the next star wars set i'll pull up a different uh screen here we can get some closer looks at it i don't know what do you guys think about this one i think it looks amazing it's just it's i mean it's, i think you said earlier matt that it's uh it's like it's so good looking it looks like a mock you know it's <laughs> you don't expect yes. that it, the I, angles are so beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, I can't take credit for that. I think it was Ethan who said. Um, oh, I yeah. right away said I'm not buying it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, like, I want it. <laughs> oh, I mean, of course, if it showed up at my doorstep today. Um, it's You'd be just, upset, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this thing is in... I think it's absolutely incredible. Um, it has yeah. so little studs on it. I know that was, uh, I guess, yeah. a complaint with the UCS AT-AT had a lot of studs. There's almost <laughs> no studs on this thing. 
and like yeah like matt said the angles on it and it's this this thing's absolutely crazy i'll definitely be getting it um one thing to note too is that it has a full interior which is yes um, that's amazing i think after other than the ad ad i think that's the only other ucs set to have a full interior like this it has the first like that first floor right here and then this is would be i guess the bottom floor where the carbonite yeah. chamber is so because like even the 850 dollar now falcon doesn't even have full interior mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true that's the like blur- a partial interior yeah there's a couple rooms in it the blurg is i that's like very blurg. nice that's pretty cool <laughs> very cute now, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I personally am a little nostalgic over the um, like bigger, chunkier, molded uh, animals that they used to usually oh, yeah. do. You know, like even the uh, the more recent Dewback is uh, is like a molded animal. And I love that look. I don't know. The brick built one is you know, that that's cool. But like, I, if I, I had like to choose that. between like the Tauntaun that is a mm-hmm. single piece or the brick built one, I'm probably choosing the single piece. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I like this one though because it definitely like it. it's very expensive for them to make mm-hmm. brand right, new yeah. pieces. And yeah, I, I bet that would have made this set like maybe seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah, probably um, jump up at least another that. twenty thirty. Bucks, and I like because you know. there's a lot of blurgs in the show, and I like that it's brick built, so you could easily just make your own more of your own blurgs. Uh-huh. And that's, that's true. It gives you a template, you know. Yeah, because that's one thing about the dewbacks is I wanted more dewbacks with my cantina, yep. but they're expensive just to buy. Yeah, right. and I just have, I have two of them, but you know they're not even the same because the first one is from the sand green from the uh, the very first cantina in two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's, it's a fantastic looking set. I mean I, I think they really nailed it. Um, I you know personally I feel like they you know it feels less like an official lego model when there are fewer studs showing which i think probably is what contributes to that feeling of like mawkishness you know if that's a word mm-hmm. but uh, but it, it's really good i mean the, like from the profile if you go back to that slide that you had or that you were sharing the picture oh, yeah we'll where it was like the uh, like the head-on view where you could see the two giant engines from right as if you're looking straight at it yeah this one right um, here Yes. Oh my gosh. It's just, that's what, what really does it for me. I'm looking at it. It really feels like that ship. You know, they, the proportions are really good on that. Um, and everything is really well put together. Yeah. And I, I will say I've seen some size comparisons. It's roughly the same mm-hmm. size as the gunship. Oh, and the gunship is huge. Yes. That's enormous. It's, yeah. it's pretty much as long as the Falcon, not quite as wide. Oh um, my goodness. Wow. Guys are really selling me on uh, saving up for this thing. Like, yeah, and- I mean, it looks phenomenal. <sighs> it really does. It's just like finding the space for it. Oh, yeah. it's, such a, it's such a big thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I'm definitely going to get it. I hope to have it by at least November. Um, I would like that. to pick it up. I just It'll probably be well in the future because mm-hmm. uh, i mean my first priority is ones that are going to retire sooner probably. Oh, yeah. yes. um because you know i just i would prefer not to have to buy them on the secondary market if they're ones that i'm interested in so i feel like i've got time here <laughs> i've got time uh, and that's how i feel this is a maybe someday for me um yeah yeah you know we'll see <laughs> yeah i think it, it definitely depends it but does yeah fantastic. Um, it really does yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Bravo. And then we have the office. I think we touched on the office last week, but I'll still touch on it again. I think this one is definitely one. If you really want it, you're going to want to get it 
on October yeah. 1st. It'll yeah. probably sell out. Mm. Very popular. Uh, we have a picture, I think, of all the minifigs that it's going to yes. come with. Which I thought um, was so interesting that they have um, – they included Packer, which I was like, that's such a odd character. Did they really? There. Yeah, look at the top right one there. No, isn't that Creed? Yeah, that's Creed. Is it? Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. It does look thought, like Packer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's got to be Creed. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I think they <laughs> I think they said they went with season two. So it's everybody from season two. All the main. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, pretty much covers most bases. That makes yeah. sense. I don't know. I just wish we had Andy. That's yes, that's, Andy. Uh, was that's the one like big omission. The one omission, um, for sure. Um, and then continuing forward, yeah. So we didn't touch on these last week. These have been revealed, um, and they will be coming out on October first. So all the Wakanda Forever sets. Um, so those are very cool. So we still have one that's yet to be officially revealed too, which I still believe will will come out on October first. Hmm. Um, yeah, those sets are pretty cool. Do you guys plan on getting any of those? I really like these. Um, yeah, I yeah, don't do know really if good. when. You know, I think I'll probably wait until I see the movie, and that will determine my hype level for these. But the minifigs <laughs> look great. The, the Namor's throne is really cool. I like any kind of Wakanda style. Uh, vehicles that we can get so i like it i definitely like these yeah i like them i especially like the throne room one mm-hmm. and i think uh it'll definitely the movie is definitely going to do well it, the, the runtime just got leaked and it's going to be the longest mcu movie since endgame it's going to be two hours yeah. and 41 minutes wow. yeah amazing um and apparently dr doom's going to be in it so i think that movie will probably yeah that's pretty cool do very very well <laughs> Is that what they're saying these days? Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then the other big one that we didn't touch on last week is the Big Black Panther bus, which I will say is, for some reason, a very controversial set. I don't get um, that. Right. I mean, I'll pull up um, some more better pictures of it because I think this one's very cool. I think something people need to keep in mind is that bust is pretty much the size of an actual person's head, yeah. if not a bit bigger. Um, it's nothing like the bus that we've been getting. Yeah, it's huge. I was gonna say it's a big jump up from the size of like the buildable helmets that we've gotten in the past. It's uh, it's significantly larger. It, yes. Each of those gloves is looking like an Infinity Gauntlet. It is uh, the exact about. same size as an is Infinity it? Gauntlet. Wow. I'm pretty sure. It yeah. looks like the like the smaller one, like the uh, Tony Stark one. Yeah, yeah. the Nano Gauntlet. Size-wise. Yeah, Nano. Yeah. Well, and even then, I I have them right next to each other. They still come out to be about the same size. (laughs) I love that nano outlet. Um, So, yeah, no, I think this one's cool. Very controversial, I think, for its price point. But I think it's still worth it um, for what it is and what you're getting. Um, It's going to look great on a shelf just like this guy's doing here. Yeah, Yeah. I think a lot of the the controversy is just because leakers are so prevalent. um, And they sometimes get stuff wrong. And people usually just go with it and i think a lot of people were expecting this to be something else and because it's mm-hmm. not what they wanted they don't like it well you know i hear people saying oh it's so expensive and it's a waste of a set why would you want this it's stupid and uh to those people i say just don't buy it yeah. <laughs> right yeah that's there's how it is, any you know? of other lego sets <laughs> out there that you can buy yeah and i think this one does great and serves a great purpose i think it's it's a lot there to pay tribute to Chadwick yeah. Boseman. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was prolific. 
Yes. The you know the the shape of that uh, that bust, the underside of it too. I feel like that's that's a, a really good structure to it. It feels like a real you know like a real bust, and it it really kind of makes me think back to the UCS Darth Maul. That was mm-hmm. like a one-off that they never did anything like that again, really, on that scale. And this is kind of the first time that we see in modern Lego how they're using the smooth pieces and modern building techniques um, to really show off what they can do at this scale, which is really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, no. And then um, we have one more that got revealed. Uh, this is a new one. Uh, the winter, the newest addition to the Winter Village. I think this one's called the Market. So the holiday holiday market yeah. i think yeah what are you guys' thoughts on this one i don't know if you guys are big winter village collectors or i'm not but this has me wanting to change that <laughs> like, i love the street car with it, like the so trolley cute. and the uh it's it's playful and fun how they have the snow coming off of the uh the roof there and then it feels like a like a tin roof you know like i mm-hmm. love that shape to it so i mean i could definitely see that as being a a, a fun novelty type of thing to pick up my deal would be just it being a seasonal thing to put out and display you know (laughs) that's why i haven't gotten into them i have the gingerbread house and i love that set but i don't know what to do with it for the other uh, 11 months of the year yeah (laughs) Um, no yeah i just only recently started getting them i got the elf club house and santa's visit so i'll probably get Mm. this one uh just to round it out but yeah little display yeah, I think, you know, I think as as far as like the versatility of this particular set goes, um, if you're one to modify things ever, um, this this is one of the first ones I've seen in the Winter Village sets that represents a set that you could de-winterify uh, mm-hmm. in the off seasons. You know, take the snow off of the roof and change out maybe the colors on the awnings and take off the holly yeah. and stuff from the ends. It's easily gonna just fit right into any town layout. Um, you know, a few minor modifications, but you know, it goes back to being a regular town, and then you can winterify it again. In the winter yeah it's a really great point thomas um i also remember seeing in the reveal for this that you can add power functions to that cable car yes, um, yes. the trolley <laughs> which i think is really cool like you have this uh going around your little winter village Super yeah cute. yes well, however I imagine like building extra cars to go along with yeah, it too, yeah. I, the only caveat to that i will say is if um you don't have any track or anything <laughs> it's gonna cost you a lot just to power yeah, up that get going yeah tram because um, the power box and then you have to get the special um tram power piece that connects to the power box and yeah they yep. want you to get lights for it too of course and, they do and then you'll have to buy the track pack so yeah well if you're like me you have that junk laying around because you've been planning a <laughs> yeah, train display exactly. and then you just don't have room <laughs> for the train display so i have that stuff already <laughs> yeah yeah that's helpful i see uh, dom's in the chat hi dom yes hello dom, dom. But yeah, um, and then I think that wraps it up for all the new reveals. It's a lot of uh, new reveals this week, some big yep. stuff. So keep your wallets ready for October 1st. <laughs> <they're> not. <laughs> uh, I think I have all these sets in a wish list right now. And if you were to buy all the sets we just went over, I think it's going to cost you roughly 1300 bucks. So, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, <Woo>. Yep. <laughs> it's a fun weekend. Uh, yeah exactly yeah and then uh okay. we'll just i think we're just going to keep going over this list um because mm-hmm. it's useful information of our retiring sets they also typically change like we actually have one 
that wasn't here last time. The Star Destroyer is back. But yeah, all these sets, um, some of them are on back order, which should be noted. All these sets are going to be retiring. And I'd say once Black Friday rolls around, you can probably bet they're going to be gone for good. So if any of these sets were on your radar at any point, now is probably the best time to buy them unless you want to pay double for them on the aftermarket. Because the way the aftermarket behaves right now, as soon as a set retires, it's pretty much the most expensive it's going to be for a little bit unless you're going to mm-hmm. wait for the price to come down. And then that's usually only down for a little bit before it spikes right back up. So Here's a question in the chat from Marcos. Did Lego Delay retire in the Lego bookshop? Hmm. Uh, I have no, I don't know if that was ever officially on the retirement list. It was speculated. Yeah. So they, I, I will say, I'm pretty sure Lego normally does two waves of retirement. So Mm -hmm. there's this wave. And by the time black Friday rolls around, everything's gone. And then there's another wave that they usually announce after black Friday. And that stuff's gone by the new year. Usually. So that's surprising because they usually do retire a modular every year. Yes. However, I don't know. They, it seems like Lego wants to expand their product that they keep on their shelves for at one period. So they might not retire a modular this year. So It's fine with me. Yeah, we'll yeah. just have to see because <laughs> if it's not on this list right now, um, it's up in the air and nothing is confirmed. So, Right. Good to but know yeah. sometimes. Yeah. That Batwing is looking really good. <laughs> yeah, Batwing. That one's not on back yeah. order yet either, so uh, they probably still have a good amount. Um, stop tempting me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if you absolutely must wait, this, some of this stuff could yeah. get say, put on sale during Black Friday, but don't expect it to be for much. Lego notoriously yeah. doesn't do sales. But yeah. yeah. I think that about wraps it up for our news portion of the uh, podcast today. We're going to take it to Matt for the element of the week. That's right. It is time to discuss the element of the week. Before we get into this segment, I did want to quickly address a listener question that I had after last week's element of the week. I know that we you know, have this section of our podcast where we feature a Lego element, but someone asked me, what actually do we mean when we say element versus a Lego part or a Lego piece? So basically what a Lego element means is It is the specific piece in any color, just generally that piece. When you add a color, it becomes a part. And this is just Mm kind of how Lego distinguishes between elements and parts if you wanted to go in and buy individual parts on Pick a Brick, for example. So when we say element of the week, we're talking about a Lego piece, not any specific color in that piece, just that whole piece altogether. What do you think, guys? Does that kind of clear it up? Yeah, Yeah. I definitely say so. All right. Now, so moving along, we will talk about this week's element, which happens to be my personal favorite LEGO element. It is the 556 LEGO plant leaves, uh, which were first introduced in 1987. The set was number 6066, Camouflaged Outpost. It was the only set that it appeared in that year. And it was part of the pirate, or I'm sorry, the Forestman's theme. Taking a little jump there. Yeah, so early on, this piece was mostly, or this element, I should say, was only used in in castle sets and then it started to later expand into pirates and then town and you know so on and so forth through the 90s but it, early on it was a pretty limited piece today it is very common this element has appeared in 276 sets and it has expanded to be included in 16 colors originally the first color that this element came in was green and then 
it was only available in green until the year 2000 when it came out in bright green uh, and then later on expanded into dark green and then some other variety of colors. It took a really long time for this element to go from just kind of being this sparsely used plant foliage piece to being kind of ubiquitous today, like everywhere in a wide variety of colors. I thought I had every color this came in, but then I looked <laughs> and I realized I didn't. So I built this sort of wheel of the colors that I have this in. You really can see that it comes <laughs> in a lot of really pretty colors. Uh, for anybody who's listening, we have green, bright green, dark green, this medium azure, dark blue, purple, dark red, dark orange, and yellow. You really get a lot of variety. You can make fall foliage. You can make nice springtime foliage. You could do some like fantasy, funky, kooky colors. Uh, they really did a lot. The reason that I am so fond of this element is because it really looks like what it represents. You can tell that it's plant leaves, but in a way you almost shouldn't. Like it's this collection of circles and lines and, you know, there's so much potential for how this could be used. You can connect things to these studs. They're not just regular studs, they have holes in them. So that even expands mm -hmm. the way that you could use this element. But what's interesting is that, at least to my knowledge in the research I was doing, it has always been used as some sort of plant or foliage in each of those 276 Lego sets, except for one instance, uh, which we're going to show uh, on this next slide. This is a, I believe, a Comic-Con exclusive set. This wasn't available to the general public, but this is one of the sets from the original Captain Marvel movie. And this element is being used for the Flurkin Goose, the cat, who yeah, is not a, <laughs> not a normal cat, as uh, anybody who's seen this <laughs> film will know. Um, so... What they're doing here is they're using this to create where his mouth kind of like opens up and he has all these like tentacle appendages coming out. <laughs> and it's a really great use of that part because it's like clearly not a tree or a plant, but you can connect the little fangs, you can connect the tentacles, and it really captures the look of this creature in the movie. But I just think it's a really creative part usage and I'd love to see it used in those sort of contexts in the future. I think it's yeah. inspiring as a builder to see this, the potential that you could do with this element. Yeah, so that I just, I had to highlight as really probably my favorite usage I've seen. Okay, this next usage of the element is uh, as a leaf, as a plant, what it was originally intended as. I, I literally just saw this mock today on Instagram. This is by M Bricks. It is a revamp of set 60714 Spence Crossing. And if you have the chance to go look this uh, creator up on Instagram, this is it's really worth it. This creates another one of the original sets that use this element, number 6071, Forestman's Crossing. Great classic Forestman set. And they're just building the set with a whole bunch of modern parts and techniques and really just taking it into the present and making it look so beautiful, along with um, kind of like that set that we discussed last week, that Forest Guardian gift with purchase. The way that they're using the plant here is as to create the foliage, but they add other plant details, little leaves. They add little uh, plant stems and vines and just like really creates this lush, detailed, realistic looking tree. And I think it, it really is great. A great example of how you can take this piece and expand on it with other pieces. Yeah, it's much more dense than I think you usually see in Lego's official sets, you know? Much yeah. more. It makes it real, you know, much more real looking. 
It really does. Yeah. And so the next uh, usage of this piece, just a small plug for myself, this is how I <laughs> I have used it um, for this forest guardian deer creature that I created earlier this year. And the way that I used it in this build was to create sort of like a canopy of leaves all connected by this deer's antlers. And, you know, I used little like uh, brown plant stems to connect them and keep them from falling apart. And I just really liked that I was able to take a bunch of these and create a canopy of them. And it just sort of gives the overall mock of like a, a feeling of being like covered. Uh, I just, I really liked the way that I was able to add that detail. I believe it uh, might've been a brick fair that I saw someone had built a peacock um, and they used this, or maybe, maybe I'm confusing with something that I saw on Instagram, but I have seen people use it almost to create like feathers. Uh, it really so much potential and with all the colors that it comes in. You can really create a lot of beautiful things. Yeah, I agree. Um, Absolutely. How, That's neat. How, so those are some of my favorite usages. How about you guys? Do you each have uh, anything that you'd like to highlight? I'll go ahead. Um, I don't build a lot of mocks, but these pieces I know, they have flex to them. And I have mm -hmm. seen like people will use that flex to their advantage. I've seen people make whole cubes out of them just mm -hmm. by flexing them slightly. But I've also just seen people use it to kind of wrap around different like structures and stuff and using the flexibility of a part two its advantage is always nice to see with that you probably don't want to flex this one this is dark red yeah yeah <laughs> that's the one you don't want yeah, to flex. yeah yeah Be careful they have a tendency to break how about that's great uh, honestly a really great example i i have seen those cubes too how about you mr canubricks well yeah i had two you know i had two that i wanted to show one was the uh from the upside down so I don't know if we can see that very well here. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so I, I just like that they come in that dark blue on the uh, on the upside down part of the upside down. And Absolutely. the uh, just the, the way that you have these, uh, the droopy bits coming uh, the other direction. That's kind of a yucky thing to say, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG um, podcast, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, yeah. Um, and then the second one, just because of the sheer abundance of this piece and the colors that are so, well, it's that time of year, the treehouse in the autumn color. Oh, yes. Which I just love that variety of the of the orange and dark orange there. Um, really, really cool. Well, I think, I think it's good to point out yeah. with the treehouse is that marked – all of the pieces, those leaf pieces now are made out of plant-based materials. Yes, yeah, they are. Which I think is just so cool that the plant Lego pieces are made out of plants. Made out of plants. Yes. It's it a very meta the, uh, thing. They, yeah, they, they specifically called that out on the Jane Goodall tribute set. I remember reading that on there, yeah. too, because uh, they had a lot of that piece in there as well. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, very cool, though. This is a really great versatile brick, and I would love to see more unusual uses of it. I would like to challenge myself to use it as something other than leaves, simply because, like I said, it's a collection of studs all connected in that web-like pattern. There surely have got to be some ways that we can use this to our advantage. You might say it leaves a lot to the imagination. <laughs> That's it. You're, you're done. You're out. Uh, yeah, you can nah. leave. <laughs> I get fired every day. You get it on a daily basis. Oh, goodness. All, All right. right. So I, I'd say that wraps it up for Element of the Week. Yeah. So that brings us to our main segment. Excellent. All right. Well, this is a fun one. And I thought just because of the fact that we had, uh, you know, that really big reveal for the uh, Razorcrest Ultimate Collector Series set, that uh, today would be a good day for us to touch on the Ultimate Collector Series in general and kind of its history and, and uh 
where it came from and where it is now. You might find that the uh, UCS sets have come a very long way from their first days. Uh, let's go on to that first slide there. So where it began, yeah. So this is a, an actual uh, screenshot of the year 2000, you know, fall 2000 Lego shop at home catalog, which I actually have that shop at home catalog underneath my table here. Yes, just seriously. gonna say, did yeah. you pull this out of your archive of like every like yeah. magazine ever? That's actually the, the one that I was thinking of. I remember this one from the year 2000 when they first advertised it and they, they were saying, introducing the ultimate collector series. Um, and what I think is really different from the early sets versus uh, kind of the newer ones that we see today is that they really did not focus on minifigures at all. And mm -hmm. so it really, it's kind of, it, it was amusing to me as somebody who was coming back more recently to the hobby to hear the volume of complaints over the number of minifigs in the Republic gunship. And I was like, Guys, no, they didn't really ever include minifigs in the past. It's just, it's just funny to hear what, yeah. what we like to complain about uh, as the years go by. <laughs> and they remind us year after year now uh, that the minifigs are a bonus in the Ultimate Collector Series sets. Exactly. Unless we're talking about the ATAT, -AT, in which we need yes. to have nine snowtroopers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Anymore>. <laughs> but you know. they also want you to buy 12 battle packs. Yeah, they do. Well, yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, not, it was not without meaning that they put in you know it'll hold 40 something snowtroopers like okay well i know how to many battle packs and yeah i wonder where you no. can get those yeah right right <laughs> <laughs> so the first two sets to come out were the uh, the tie interceptor and the luke skywalker's x-wing and so the very first one was the x-wing fighter it had 1300 pieces and notably it did have one minifigure because you know purely because of the fact that this ship itself would look weird without it it wouldn't mm -hmm. look right if we had a, a vacant astromech droid slot um so this was set number 7191 and i mean 1300 pieces it's yeah it's a lot for you know it was definitely a lot for the time but compared to a lot of the more recent sets um, the level of detail is is significantly greater. Well, and that one, we, I'd like ahead, to point yeah. out though, he does look very awkward. Uh, he, the small well, little yeah, R two D two, and yeah. I think they they fix that later on. Yeah. Um, when they redo this set, the scale is a little weird. Well, and, and you know, the interesting thing I will also say with that is when they did the Jedi Starfighter, they actually used a four by four dome for that one for the astromech. Uh, so the, the significantly bigger scale uh, versus this standard minifig scale two by two dome on the astromech. So it's interesting how they can do that. Yeah. Um, TIE Interceptor, yeah, even fewer pieces, only 708 pieces, which is comparable more like to the A-Wing that came out recently and uh, in terms of the, the number of pieces. But, I mean, take a look at the at the detail and the difference on there. I mean, we've got that, like, that radar dish piece on the sides there and these big gaps on the sides of the wings and it's just, it's very bare bones if you want to compare it to something more recent, especially the part that, that I kind of raise eyebrows at is the shape of that cockpit. Mm. Um, it's very yeah. rigid, very angular, and, and not at all like what they would produce today if they were ever to do another TIE Interceptor, which I would really love, honestly, because um, LEGO has only ever made this TIE Interceptor, the... Uh, play scale tie interceptor and the uh, major von regs tie interceptor mm -hmm. and you know the uh, play scale one is cool but this was the era in which they were still doing tie fighters in blue to play back to the original 
style of what the uh, TIE fighters were supposed to look like when they were using blue screens and they had to change it to making the TIE fighters gray. So a little bit of context and history on why these ones are blue. It's just very different to see that old color scheme now compared to what we have today. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, like the truest color that we could get for those would be if they did the entire thing in sand blue. Uh, But Lego does not make enough elements in that color uh, for it to actually be possible at this time. And if they did, it might be pretty darn expensive. Sure. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's move on to 2001. There we go. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, This is is a set that really stands alone. It's the Darth Maul bust. And this is what I was referencing when we were talking Mm -hmm. about the Wakanda set. So we were talking about 1,868 pieces and what they were able to accomplish in the year 2001 with the limited inventory of pieces to choose from is absolutely incredible, in my opinion. Really, the it has that classic Lego feel of being very angular and blocky, but it's done in a really good way. It's it's done in a really um, satisfying way to look at visually. Yeah, he's definitely a bit scary though. Still, <laughs> it's a little oh he's yeah, a little absolutely. wonky looking, but it's yeah, still well, very it's impressive. Yeah. Oh, those uh, dishes. Yeah. Yeah, the, those dishes are the transparent neon orange, and then he has those. I, I, it almost makes the eyes behind look kind of yellowed, which they are in the movie. Um, right. But it's it, it is kind of it is kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the horns and everything. Yeah. Quite the structure, though. Honestly, one of the interesting things on this set is that it uses these um, these round. I don't know what I want to call them, like quarter cylinders in the back for the support oh. and they're those are the only set that they have ever come in in the color black so they're like oh. 25 bucks each uh, yeah. so, <laughs> Dang. Uh, there was another set in 2001 i believe that was the yeah the rebel blockade runner and interestingly no minifigures at all in this set but it's 1746 pieces and uh, arguably one of the better versions of this set too not i think probably the the current one is is the best but it's still it's still very very satisfying visually for what it is yeah, very large on that set one. too yeah i remember seeing this one as a kid and thinking like oh wow this is like you know not your regular uh, lego set it's massive right for yeah, the year it was absolutely. released yep and having uh you know that that many pieces was quite a bit for the time honestly yeah oh, absolutely. and they accomplished a lot of detail for this set too yeah I think it looks great, and it's very big. It's a lot bigger than it it seems, and I it still is one of the bigger UCS sets today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lengthwise, I mean, because of because the length is definitely and definitely stands out compared to the two other versions. Well, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but Lego has only ever made three versions of this ship to begin with. Yes, that is right. Um, and compared to the other two, I, this one is significantly larger. I believe the other two are both called Tantive Four, but this yeah. one is the only one that has the name Rebel Blockade Runner, so they weren't yeah. quite by like the technical designation of the ship. Um, but also, I'm like not having any minifigs is kind of a bummer on that one, just because of specifically which ship it is. You kind of want to have like Leia and Vader at least on there. Captain yeah. Antilles. Yeah. So poor Captain Antilles. Yeah. Yes. Interestingly, also those support stanchion supports on there are not made anymore yeah um, and they use longer height studs than the regular one single height stud hmm. weird thing. that's right that's taking that's us like back a... to the 90s there yeah. <laughs> yep yeah you used to see those on like blacktron sets and you stuff know like i that, have so. a ton of those yeah. <laughs> oh exactly yeah let's see nothing else happened in 2001 but then we got a yoda look at um, that 
probably a most iconic version of this is the swag Yoda that mm. is uh, been popularized by cool guy Dom. So <laughs> it's entirely <laughs> his own beast. Absolutely, well, isn't that yeah. Yoda a little bit different than this one too? Oh, uh, well that was a store display. It uh, was, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, that was not a set. And glued together. It's glued. This yeah. is similar though. Very similar. Yeah, but yes, that's, uh, yeah. And, and you'll notice he has that thing around his neck too, which is different from the store display one. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's still, I'm pretty good for the time. The, uh, the shape of the head is kind of He's interesting. much <laughs> creepier than Darth Maul. <laughs> I like the ears. <laughs> well, the eyes are so sunken in that yeah. it's just like, oh God, he has seen some things. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's been beaten up a bunch. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so hmm. uh, yeah, I, I remember never actually wanting that one growing up. But it's interesting yeah. to note too that <laughs> we have something that's very similar to it now, and it's not designated as a any type of Ultimate Collector Series set. It's just a normal Lego right. set. Right. They have the Grogu or the Child. Do you have yes. that? You're getting it down. I'm getting yeah. it down. Getting, yeah. oh, I yeah, love yeah, this yeah, set. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely love this set. This is so yes. cool. Yeah, this I think that one, one things I've ever is, built. looks much better than this one. Um, well, it, that's the uh, mostly owed to those smooth tile, like smooth plates on the heads. Too, yes. Which makes a big difference. And they're you know? very similar in piece count, too. Right, yeah. It's just, I mean, modern pieces afford you a lot more flexibility. Look yes. at the shape of his he's, arms, too. He still has slightly creepy eyes. arms. Yeah, <laughs> like this one just has hands kind of better there. Yeah, they're kind of like tucked in the, there. His cloak covers everything else that it's they couldn't the really shape. like shape well. They shaped his yep. hood. Yep. The, yeah, that yeah. one even has a hood. I think the other one's supposed to kind of too, but yeah, it, it's a lightsaber. But I love I mean, this set. Yeah. Notice that the difference. Do you want to highlight Matt there for a second? Also? Yeah. 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 So let's take a look at that real quick. And notice the difference there is that we are able to use snot techniques in the oh. modern Lego builds. It's, I mean, the entirety of the shape is snot. Yeah. Which is yep. not on top for those listening. You know, so there were not a lot of options for sideways building back in 2002 when that last version right. was made. This is a huge leap up. Yeah. It's great. Uh, look, he's Sculpting is really feats. possible because of that. Yeah, he has studs going every direction on him. He's it's great. great. Yeah. I love this. Forwards, love backwards, left and right. Inside, upside down. down. Upside down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yes. So they also would have lumped that in with sculptures, um, I think, today. Yeah. The, uh, it's kind and of a subset. That's interesting, know. too, because we still we just recently got a UCS set that's that's a droid, but they call yeah. it a UCS set. And, oh, and then weird. it also falls in the category of sculpture. And yeah. uh, if you look it up on Bricklink, you won't find it on UCS. It'll be under sculptures. Yeah, so it's, it's very weird. Yes. Um, next one, we've got a very small UCS set, only 187 pieces. I mean, this is this is tiny by comparison to most of them. But the Naboo Starfighter, what is so iconic about it is those chrome pieces. So sought after, so hard to find, and uh, so susceptible to scratching. Um, what a uh, what a difficult thing to keep in good shape, really. But um, for a collector, that is a really cool ship. It was always one of my favorite ships ever since I saw you know the Phantom Menace, and it's just such a beautiful design. But but really tiny by uh, by almost any other UCS standards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a very interesting choice. I think it's cute. Um, yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a cool baby yeah. yeah that's a good one yeah and then the imperial star destroyer so we've got three thousand six pieces but again 
zero minifigures and uh, not much in the way of an interior at all on this one either. Nope. I don't have any pics of the interior, but yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing to it's speak nothing. of, it's you know. Technic structure. <clears throat> yeah. Which is um, a huge difference, you know. That's something that we've come to expect in modern sets. But this is the year 2002. And so from LEGO's perspective at this time, it's it's really just like a sculpture. It's a display piece that you, you know, it doesn't have any other functionality to it. What are you asking for functionality for? This is, you know, the most detailed version of the Star Destroyer I've ever made. So at that time it was. And it's it's a good-looking set. But, uh, you know, they've, they've definitely come a long way in the more recent version of that set, which is yeah. going to be pretty cool to compare with here in a the minute. Little, the the proportions on this one are just like the slightest bit off. Um, yeah, it feels much too wide at the back, in yeah. my opinion. You know, and it's not, it's a little bit not as late. long as it, yeah, it's not as long yeah. as it should yeah. be. That's the deal with it. So. Uh, it's still, though, I still think it holds up better oh, yeah. than a lot of these of, of the sets that came out around its time, though. It, um, it does, yeah. The set blew my mind as a kid. Like, yeah, seeing see what the a Lego set could be. Yes. Well, so 3,000 pieces on this one, but the second version is 4,700 pieces. So that does kind of give yeah. you a, a good comparison for, you know, what they did differently going forward. So that's uh, yeah. it's a big jump. It's a big jump. And big, also, big it feels jump. like it's too chunky in the, the back half of the ship also yeah you know, all of that structure is is a little bit more elevated than i think is really screen it's like, accurate yeah, it's, it's very fat it know. is yeah look at all that rebelling it is uh yeah no that and that is true i really do like that they actually filled in the sides there mm -hmm. um in a way yes. that is that is really convincing so that's a huge bonus point for nice it there, little greebles you know yeah like some of the more recent sets you look at it and you're like oh there's nothing happening in there you know the place scale ones at least yeah, let's look at the next one. Yes. The snow speeder. This is the first version. Lego made two UCS snow speeders. The more recent one is, um, you know, a pretty good jump. But but honestly, I, I also think that this one stands up pretty well, comparatively speaking, with the rest of the sets in 2003. They seem to almost have, like, the exact same internal skeleton. They're, like... It's like almost just like a reskin, straight up. They, I, I think it is, they're yeah, like almost. Pieces, I think they're like. almost identical in dimensions too. Yeah, they're very similar. I mean, to that respect, they really have the correct proportions down on this set, and it is very. It's a good-looking set. I do like the rear gun there, where they have the harpoon, the kind of double barrel yeah. on it there. Yeah, that's it's yeah. a good look. Yeah. When you take a ship so small and and blow it up to such a big proportion, it's very easy to get all those angles. Yes, yeah, compared to, say, your playscale version. Yeah. You have a much more limited variety of pieces to work with there, so it makes sense that we have better holding to the actual scale there. You can pack in every detail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. After that, what do we have? Ah, yes, uh, mm. the Y-Wing attack. This is a good version of the Y-Wing. I believe we have a second Y-Wing yeah. later on down the road that's this a little bit more is, detailed. The, I, I, I haven't looked at this one a lot, and honestly, it's very ugly um <laughs> none, almost none of the colors are what they should be i'm noticing yeah. i haven't i haven't looked at this set very much at all i knew yeah. they had made it but man are the colors just not right on most of that thing they're a little bit off you know but i think what i always liked about this set was the the way that they created that uh kind of skeletal appearance to it when you see, I mean, you watch the original movie and you see the Y-Wing and it's like, 
it looks like something somebody built in a garage, you know? <laughs> and it's just like all these like metal rusty components hanging out here and there. And that's what I really see in this set is it's just that very bare bones structure to the the back parts of it and the and the whole fuselage is is pretty well greebled it feels like especially for 2004 but again one minifig and the only reason they put a minifig in this set is because it had to have the astromech droid just like with the uh, x-wing starfighter so i think he looks way more awkward uh than r2d2 even does in <sighs> yeah the and this earlier. is the era when the printing on the dome went only down just a very small amount so you have this really strange bowl cut type of thing on on the <laughs> on the droid it doesn't a beetle look right. droid <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't droid. look right at all yeah no <laughs> Ah, and then okay, so this is this is one of the interesting things with the Death Stars is that uh, you know we have a variety of Death Stars that have come out, and what so we cool. call play scale and what we call you know the more like the UCS scale is interesting how we've labeled things over the years here. So Lego's very first Death Star was the Death Star 2, which I just love how it has this exposed appearance to it. And they really, I think, nailed that that structure to it, especially with the extra part that hangs down and curves on the lower hemisphere. Uh, yeah. Very cool. The incomplete style of it is very cool. But no minifigures on this. And we're talking 3,500 pieces almost, and it's a lot of, uh, of technical detail. Um, I don't know if anybody, you know, has, has built this that is listening or, or watching, but I would be interested to know, you know, what the structural stability is on this, because I can see with that, with that stand that it sits on at the bottom that I would be a little bit concerned about you know, top heaviness to it and about the, the little pieces on there. I mean, you think about the uh, Imperial droid. What was it? The, uh, uh, that one they came out with last year. Um, oh, the probe droid. Yeah, the probe droid. Like oh. those little appendages will fall off if you look at them wrong, you know. <laughs> so, uh, and you've got a lot of things that stick out on this set too. So I, I, I would be probably concerned about touching things the wrong way and, and having pieces come off. But otherwise, it's a really good looking set. It's what gorgeous. Do you guys think? Yeah. I, I love it. I don't know of anybody who bought this set. Nobody was buying no, what no. sets of this size in 2005. It just was unheard yeah. of. It was a luxury item. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think they definitely had to go with this one, not the uh, you know big gray ball Death Star. Yes, uh, it's very interesting. Well, I I don't think more even to look at, at the time. I don't think my whole and even when I was a kid, my whole idea was the reason they went with this one is because. It was going to be much easier to do the incomplete version than doing an actual full mm -hmm. sphere. Yeah. Um, and I think they only recently figured out how to do a sphere with the globe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Good template for another Death Star, though, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> As we've all been hypothesizing. <laughs> There's been yep. a lot of theorizing on that. Ah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Had a couple of little UCS sets in 06. That was my senior year of high school, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I was starting middle school, so. I feel too old. I was I thick. <laughs> wish I hadn't said that. So yes. <laughs> Wide range right, of ages so here. It's good, though. I really love that about us. Um, good yeah, variety of opinions and perspectives. Yes. So, um, you know, scale-wise, this is not you know, the, the biggest either. It's uh, 1,068 pieces. We're still talking no many figures here, but, uh, you know, for appearances, they really, they have a, a good a good 
job getting a shakedown, I think. I wonder how that compares with like the play scale versions that they come out more recently, because I feel like like height wise, it's comparable. I mean, it's um, 47 oh, by 38 centimeters. What? That's like that's a little, it's over a foot at least. Uh, yeah. It's still probably a good bit bigger so than taller, most of the play scale than, yeah. ones. Yeah, I think it looks. Bigger. I think it looks better than the play scale ones too. It does. There's definitely more detail, especially in the legs, and then the shape of those feet is a little bit better too. They have some yeah. curvature to them that you can't really accomplish with what what they've done on the play scale ones. That looks exactly like the movie, honestly. Yeah, it does. And and those two hatches that they have at the top there are. Uh, mm-hmm the shape behind them is is something to note also that they have that slight um angular appearance behind those little hatches that open up in the front so uh, good job on lego for that one that's, for sure. that's, that's a good set yeah 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 and then the second one that we had in 06 was vader's tie advanced which is interesting how they've gone about naming these different sets i was thinking about that earlier how some of them are called like red fives x-wing starfighter and others are like here we called it vaders it's not even darth vaders and technically it should be a tie advanced x1 if you want to be a you know bigger (laughs) deeper deeper geek there uh, which is totally fine with me Uh, it's i do like this version except for the cockpit again same deal with that one as the uh same interceptor it is the same piece yeah and that's that's the part that i just kind of you know i don't like that it's like a stop sign you know it's very yeah, it's a big octagon. <clears throat> yeah, it's a massive Very obviously. octagon. Yeah, so that's that's the downside with it. But I really do like the internal shape of it where it, where it comes out to the wings and it has that kind of slope upward on each side. Good job yeah. at accomplishing that shape to it. So it has a lot of heft. I don't love the piece that they used on the sides of the wings, though. It's that, that one that's like a, a big square plate yeah. that has like the grill. They it, want, right? It's like uh, they wanted it for texture, but it makes the wings see-through yeah. and not it's a, a good yeah, way. And, and it just kind of that, – that irritates me a bit. So honestly, I mean – That's it's an a, odd it's choice. good but not one of my favorites to be, to yeah. be honest with that mm-hmm. one. But yeah, I was just trying to check to see if that really is – I know it's the same, same it cockpit. It Yeah, it is. You, we know Lego. They yep. hate making new molds if yep. They, yep. they can't avoid yep. it. And I don't blame them. It's expensive. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it looks like it was used in both of them. So there we go. 2007, we had our first version of the Millennium Falcon. And uh, you'll notice I had time to actually, um, for those of you watching, you know, put these minifigs in here to make them really stand out there. I'd say this is technically really, those astromechs are minifigs, but this is really the first one that's that properly should, I mean, have minifigs stand with it. Yeah, yep, definitely. So we've got Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca, and then Luke with his not the best hair that they've ever <laughs> yeah, used for Luke. And hair. Yeah. Oh, yep. I never cared for that. And they used the same option. one on Anakin for the mm-hmm. episode three version of him, yes. I believe, back in the that day. That better for him, though, I'd say. Kind of, yeah. It's still, I mean, like, it's obvious it's not really yeah, the right it's old hair. hair. So. Definitely, yeah. It's got charm. And then Obi-Wan, yep. It does have charm, but hey, 5,174 pieces. This represented at that time the largest Ultimate Collector Series set that they had ever made. And uh, this is only you know, 2007. We're only seven years into the theme. You it's know? also to be noted that's the ex- pretty much the exact same size as the current one as well. Yeah, they're, which is impressive. They yeah. have the same exact footprint. Um, you just all those that basically 2,000 piece difference there is just 
making the outside look much better and those two small interiors much more rounded getting added mm-hmm. yes but and they're still difference. very similar yes very much so and it's a good set really um i mean this it's, one, it's obviously it's a hefty hefty yeah. thing <laughs> this one also fun fact included a certificate of authenticity uh, wow, that's that right. I, I wish remember that, that I yeah. wish the 2017 one would have. Been oh favorite. man, yeah. Um, and this one also costs like a, a roughly like thirteen hundred dollars. Uh, that's now, a big boy. Yeah, which is oh really? Great. Yes. Oh my god, um, it was like a five hundred dollars set, right? Yep, it was five hundred yeah, no, bucks. And no one was kind of buying. Funny. You can you can buy the the cooler and more detailed version for a significantly less price than this one. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah, crazy. That's funny. Yeah, but you have rarity of some of those pieces too. Incredibly you know, rare. Makes it hard to find. Yep. Hard to come by now. So, and that was actually the only UCS set in 2007. We didn't have a second one that year. For a while, they were doing two a year. Then we had 08, we got General. Oh, I forgot about this. It's it's just so funny that this even is a UCS set because you think about how they had those buildable figures like Obi Wan and the Death Trooper and stuff. And it feels like that same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, The types (laughs) of pieces that it uses. Yeah. UCS so Bionicle set. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, this one is primarily system bricks, though, isn't it? With like, I think it, this one was super fragile, right? It uses a lot of system. Yeah, it uses a lot of plates and a lot of uh, you know barrels and and things like that. So it is it is definitely not one that you can do a lot of opposing of limbs very easily. It did use the the like the the small lift arm with the ball joints and a few lift arms in there, which are more modern Technic pieces, but it was very limited on the number of Technic pieces that were in there, to be honest, uh, which is really interesting, but it's, 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 uh, it's an odd one out there. It is an odd (laughs) one. It's not, it's not my favorite, but it's, it's there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They had two in 08 though. The second one was the next version of the Death Star. And this is where we were talking about when you do a full round Death Star, that's not incomplete. You kind of have to give it an interior if you're not going to spin it. So uh, otherwise you see their gray ball or, you know, multi-chambered type of appearance. And I do like in this version, the way that they accomplished a lot of the different scenes in there, the, uh, I believe they had the interrogation area didn't they or not yeah i can't believe yet yeah. and then yeah, they had the garbage compactor yeah. yeah and yeah no this this set i was set, had everything I, being an eight-year-old yeah. when this set came out this was like <laughs> this was every kid's like yeah dream lego set all my friends when we saw this thing it was like oh my goodness like it i was have to have this this is like yes. everything i could ask for 24 yeah. minifigures like yeah a complete incredible a comp- something you could play with 360 all the way around. There's yes. something to do in every single one of those rooms. Um, I was fortunate enough to get this set, I think when I was like 10 or something. And wow. man, I spent like two <laughs> or three days straight putting it together. <laughs> yeah, um, I imagine. I loved it. It was such it's an amazing, amazing uh, Lego set. And wasn't even considered an Ultimate Collector Series set when it came right. out. I don't yeah, even Yeah, they didn't think. have that label at that time. Yeah. Um, On that set, I mean. It's it's here though for a reason, as you'll see later mm-hmm. on. Yeah, um, um, I do want to take a minute and call out what specific minifigures it had though, because they are good ones. So they had, yes. you know, of course R two D two at that time they had gone down to the the uh, better piece for his dome, 
and it actually goes all the way down. The printing goes all the way to the bottom of his dome, and we're in light bluish gray on that one. They haven't gone on to where they did the kind of reflective chromey type of appearance, uh, but it's it's a better one. And then my one of my favorite astromech droids that came with is the R2Q5, which is the Imperial astromech droid, and I love how he has this kind of gold circuitry on the front. Uh, for those of you watching, I unfortunately could not include all 24 in this slide. That was uh, that would have been yeah. a mean feat. But uh, <laughs> um, piggybacking that astromech droid specifically, when you'll as you'll see later, we see this set come up again. That astromech mm -hmm. droid is completely different in the other version. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a it's so a that one that you're talking about is ex was exclusive to this version of this set. Yes, yeah, R R two Q five. Yeah, interesting <laughs> droid. Uh, this was also, I believe, one of the first pearl gold C three POs that we got which was a good change from the previous version of C3P that was kind of this light gold and didn't really quite hold up and, and look correct. Um, we saw that one in the, in the 2004 Cantina set, the, the light gold. It just didn't look right comparatively. Now we got a reddish brown Chewbacca, and then we had the Darth Vader that has the, you know, it's a specific Death Star tour. So it came in one other set, but it had still at that time we were doing gray for Darth Vader's head and gray for Emperor Palpatine as well. Uh, then you do get Grand Moff Tarkin, and this version is one of only two, I believe, that have come out. That's right. uh, this one had the smooth hair, though. So smooth gray hair, like the old style mold. They use the smooth hair on Han Solo also, and you get two versions of Han Solo, one that was you know, regular with his black vest, and then the other one that's the Stormtrooper Han Solo. We also got Stormtrooper Luke and regular Luke and Jedi Knight Luke. Um, which is uh, really shows to the versatility of this set that they actually gave you the Jedi Knight version of Luke in his black Jedi Knight robes, which is so interesting because, I mean, obviously the Death Star wasn't around. That Death Star wasn't around. In yes, the Jedi, it does have the final it's, it's duel. It's really fascinating. Yeah. There's even like a play feature in the Emperor's. Well, so that's, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. I don't, technically, yeah. canonically, I don't think the Emperor has a throne room on the original Death Star. Correct. Yeah. Well, not that we ever saw. Yeah. I mean, not. It, it yeah. Didn't stand a reason that he did have one, but we didn't even know about the Emperor. Yeah. In, in, in episode four, you know, so that was, time, was so interesting. His throne was still in Coruscant. Yeah, I don't even. I think canonically, legitimately, yeah. there was not a throne room for the Emperor on the original Death Star. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. There's never been. There was never one shown, at least. Yeah. yeah. So, so the one interpreted in this set is is meant to reenact the final duel scene. Yeah. Well, and also you get the two red guards in this one also. Right. So, and that is reinforcing that that was what they were trying to show off. But on the flip side, you also get old Obi Wan Kenobi with a brown hood, and you get Princess Leia who has regular legs, not a dress in this one. <laughs> And then they, you know, they also included among the minifigs, they included like the mouse droid, which I don't feel should be included. They also include like the interrogation droid. You know, that's that's kind of debatable as to whether that's a minifigure. It's like a clear stick and yeah. two discs and yeah. and a, and not a, a mini Travis brick. Yeah. yeah. But so, uh, but you do get the uh, the white assassin droid, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And then you have, I believe there was. Uh, oh, the black protocol droid, yep. a couple of stormtroopers, and a couple of uh, like Death Star troopers yeah, who had officers. like the black helmets, you know. So yeah, that's, that's I mean, whew, what a massive assortment of minifigs, and really something that was uh, was special. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's well, a great. Set. I, I think just to wrap it up, they they capture every single interior Death Star scene from the original trilogy. Um, right. in this set, every single scene. 
um, including the one, the singular scene we see in Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, yep, that's true. Now, interestingly, there was nothing in the year 2009. No UCS sets in 09. They skipped a year there, and then in 2010, they came out with two sets. We had the Imperial Shuttle, which is obviously the best version of the shuttle we've ever had. It is massive Absolutely. compared to any other version that's ever come out. And Incredibly I, detailed and accurate. thing is so expensive on oh, the yeah. aftermarket. Uh, Everybody yeah. wants this one. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's, it's a perfect model, in my opinion. It is really, really beautiful. It's really accurate. It's, um, very well done. So, um, And also, a uh, big leap up in the way that it was built and the techniques that they used compared to even just a, you know five years prior when they had done the second version of the uh, PlayScale Imperial um, shuttle. Well, and even Words. just looking um. at it compared to <laughs> the last UCS ship they had done. It, yeah, it's yeah. like the fact that there's no studs on it. It just yes. it's like a yes. glaring, it's a glaring yep. like step up from the the last it is, ship it is. they had done. It is, yeah. Well, and the other the the big problem that existed with the original PlayScale version of the Imperial shuttle and the re-release of it that had a couple of small changes is that the top fin, that dorsal fin, you could just you know toss it to the side and it'll it'll fall right off because it was only attached with system bricks. This one was mm -hmm. the first one where they used those Technic pieces, the lift arms, to create the internal structure of the of the back part of that that dorsal fin, uh, which actually makes it incredibly sturdy and, and resilient. So great job with that. And they've used that same type of technique in every version since then, the next two versions, the Tidarium and the uh, and the current one that came out recently. So yeah, it's a great set. And then we also had the one that I mentioned before, the 2010 Obi-Wan's Jedi Starfighter. Again, interesting name naming convention that it's Obi-Wan's Jedi Starfighter. It's not Jedi Starfighter or Obi-Wan Kenobi's Jedi Starfighter. Uh, no many figures in this one, like we talked about before. Um, I really do like the windscreen piece that they used. But then also take a look at that astromech droid, the dome. It's four studs wide. Look at that thing. <laughs> it's incredible. So really, really neat set probably the the coolest version of this set and most accurate to the overall shape of the starfighter what do you guys think yeah i like it yeah it, it i like how you've highlighted that astromech specifically oh yeah like they got the scale I'm, right finally you want to take a guess on how expensive that astromech dome costs like isn't it like 50 bucks. 50 60 bucks yeah between like 60 and 80 bucks wow is like a good used price on that thing it's unbelievable well, I but i mean it has that kind of chromey appearance to it and that dark red it's really cool really nice yeah and one of the only uh non-original trilogy based uh ucs sets too. uh yeah <laughs> yeah one of the few yeah very cool and not not that many stickers. The new the new um, Jedi Starfighter has fifteen stickers on it. This one has like one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe like fewer than ten. Not even counting you know counting that uh, the sticker that goes on the informational plaque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Anyway, whoo! What a big one! Three thousand one hundred twenty four pieces for the twenty eleven Super Star Destroyer, which is interesting that it's actually not more pieces than that because the thing is humongous. It's really long when you look at it on the shelf if you've seen it in comparison to other ones. Uh, but it's I, honestly like I feel like it would have had more pieces than that. But, but yeah, just uh, three thousand pieces and five minifigures in it. 
Um, so that's that's a pretty cool ship. I don't ever see myself getting that one just because. No. First off, it's incredibly prohibitive cost-wise. I mean, you're talking like a thousand dollars or so on the aftermarket, and that's if you're getting it used. I mean, probably like fifteen hundred new in box, and it's just something I don't think I'd ever have the space for. But big important detail on this one is just the incredibly beautiful greebling all on the top of that. That is really nice. <laughs> Yes, and I think there's like a small interior space in there uh, for the there is a little bit yeah to recreate that bounty hunter scene. Yes, yes, bounty hunters. We don't need those scum. Yes, sir. <laughs> no yes. disintegrations. Yeah, I would absolutely no get that set. Absolutely, would get that yes. one if they re-released it. Oh you know, yes. I yeah, I have seen some really cool mocks of that specific scene too. Just the uh, the no disintegrations, mm. you know. That's 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 pretty cool. Where there are, you know, like the the control panels in the lower area down there, looking up at the bounty hunters from down below. Very cool. 2012, we had our first buildable R2-D2. It's 2,100 pieces average. And one minifigure. We got a little R2 to go on the plaque there, just like we got in our new version of it. Nothing yep. super special about this one. The shape of the dome is much better on the new one. But again, we're still experimenting with these three-dimensional shapes here at this time. And you see that they did a lot of system bricks for that too, huh? Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yep, yep. Um, they had two sets in 2012. The second one was the B-Wing Starfighter. It's a really detailed Starfighter. Love the shape of those, like the louvers in the middle of it. Um, and they did a good job with the the different shapes of the two wings on there. Uh, it's a really interesting ship. Uh, just quite a challenge if, if you don't have something specific to use to display it with, too. But I really appreciate the way that they had it tilted at an angle, which is, it just makes it very visually appealing for a display. I think by comparison, the PlayScale version, at least the one I have, it's been really challenging to to actually display. I created a stand for it that lets it stand straight vertical, but uh, it's still, um, yeah, it's so unwieldy and and gangly. It's 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 weird. Yeah, I also say this like marks where they we have like this ship would stand well next to the current. Uh, most recent UCS Starfighter ships. I think this like marks the yeah. transition where things are starting to look a lot more smoother and it's just like a big advancement. Yeah, absolutely. Still no minifigs though. You know, yeah. So that's, it's you know, still that era. Uh, then we have, oh, yeah. what's, okay, so this is what's so interesting in this set. So we're talking about the Ewok Village from 2013, set number 10236. And yes, okay, so I see that comment there, uh, need a Master Builder series of Endor. That's what's so interesting about, you know, the Ewok Village is we have 17 minifigs, over 1,900 pieces. This set was labeled as Ultimate Collector Series at the time. If it came out today, uh, I think it would be described Master as a Master Builder, Builder Series. Yep. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly, which is just an interesting different moniker that they've used for really only two sets ever. So we'll, we'll get into those in a little bit here, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what LEGO does with that, you know, that term or whatever. Sub-theme almost. Yeah. Ultimate right. Collector Series sets. It is, yeah, so it's like a sub-sub-theme of Star Wars then. <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean what a really cool set ethan what thoughts do you have on it as an owner of the ewok village i yeah, know it's a it's a really really great set um it's just it's it's kind of an odd thing i wish it's something they would 
maybe do something new with but it's a great set i mean if you're thinking about purchasing it it's definitely worth worth it it's a really really great set all the figs it comes with a lot of very exclusive figs almost all the ewoks in that set have never been reproduced outside of it um and lego doesn't really seem to want to do any more ewoks that probably would change though because we're about to be on the i think it's the 50th anniversary of return of the jedi Uh which is yeah so hopefully we might see some more Ewoks, but right now, I mean, this is your best way to get Ewoks. It's just a scary build process. Um, I broke a couple pieces putting that. this thing together. Um, oh wow! So that's the that's the only thing about a build from 2013 in primarily brown and reddish brown pieces. Yeah. That is a scary thing, honestly. And if you are listening and you are not aware, there is a vulnerability that exists with uh, especially older pieces, though, yep. uh, specifically the uh, reddish-brown, which was a newer formula of color for that that time. And uh, those pieces, um, the reddish-brown and dark-red, are very susceptible to breaking, physically breaking. So... Yeah. Be very careful. But hey, second set we got in 2013 was the second version of the X-Wing Starfighter. This one they called the Red 5 X-Wing Starfighter. Really comparable number of pieces, but better detail on this one. And it is less gray than the first version of it also, which is a good note. They used a few more modern building techniques, a little bit better rounded shapes to it. Um, and still just the one minifigure came with the R2-D2 to stick in there. But uh, yeah, nothing else super special to say about this one, but it does look good for what it yeah. is, you know. Just your typical Starship ECS set. Yeah, pretty much. But atypical, I would say, is the 2014 Sandcrawler. That is a monolithic set. Is, uh, is so incredible how they accomplish the angles, especially at the top of the set, where the, you have so many different shapes coming together. And they really nailed this one. I mean, you get 14 minifigures in this set, 3,195 pieces. And 2014, we're talking eight years ago now, and this is still, it really stands up very nicely. Um, this, this is a good-looking set. And interestingly enough, you have the... Uh, Owen Lars in this set that has gotten you know a bit more pricey now after the release of the gift with purchase last year during May the 4th. That was the Lars Homestead Kitchen that came with the very first and only Baru Lars, who was, of course, Owen's spouse. So this version of Owen is much better than the first one, and he has better shaped hair, the more modern style hair. He has more detail in his torso and has the shape of him wearing kind of a cloak. You know, it's printed on to him. So yeah, it's a, it's a good looking minifig, and I can see why it got more expensive expensive once they had you know somebody to pair him with but i don't want to spend 150 dollars on owen lars so <laughs> no nope. last character never I thought like, I would that have kind of money on yeah i know yeah <laughs> oh man that guy geez you know really? uh, it's cool though it's cool <laughs> now 2015 we're getting into some of the most recent UCS sets, you know, in in the grand perspective of things. It may seem like a while back now, but look at that gorgeous, beautiful Mm -hmm. UCS Slave 1. 1,983 pieces, five minifigures, and very good ones, too. So, obviously, we got our uh, Boba Fett with the new style helmet. Uh, He also has that pauldron on the side there, and he has printed arms and legs, which is very good. But I also really like the Han Solo and Carbonites that we 
tab there, we've gotten that same mold for Han Solo and Carbonite a couple times now, so it's not super hard to find. But it's it's a also a really good step up from the one that used to be just like a like a tall brick that <laughs> with printing on it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, interestingly, yeah. Um, interestingly, they were still using the old style um, hairpiece for Han Solo though at that yes, time the smooth hair so yeah yeah just the plain reddish brown smooth hair but you get the defrosted han solo that comes in this set also um you know with his white shirt that <laughs> uh, you get one stormtrooper and then you get a bespin guard so uh, one of the few sets where you can find a bespin guard also um yes I, that that one is exclusive to this set but there are a couple sets where you can get a bespin guard i have one that came with this little cloud car um accessory like um it's like a book basically like a build your own adventure and uh, i got i got it on on sale at michael's for like less than ten dollars so kind of a cool little thing there but uh 2015 we also got the next version of our tie fighter actually this first ucs version of a tie fighter like just a straight up plain model and notice here how they've taken a lot of time to detail the shape of that uh of that round ball deal and uh we have foregone that irritating stop sign piece there yes. that was kind of a thorn in the side on the last two TIE fighters that they put out, the Darth Vader one and the uh, TIE Interceptor. So I don't really care for the fact that it's actually just like this plate piece and there's nothing, I don't think there's anything behind it if I'm There's a small copy. Okay, okay. I was thinking it wasn't, but yeah, it's still, you know, the, the angular shape of it is a little bit off-putting to me. All the ridges and steps that it feels like with those slope pieces because if you you can't really see from this picture from how far off it is but those slopes that they use they have you know a lip to them so it's not a perfect angle it's like up and then step and then up and then step and so it's not a perfect recreation in my opinion the rogue one version of the tie fighter or sorry not rogue one but the um solo 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 yeah the best version of the TIE Fighter I've ever seen. Absolutely. But that's my opinion. <laughs> I, don't, I like this one. I'm a fan of it. Um, it's a cool one, for sure. I, I mean, I like the overall size and the scale of it. I'm just not 100% sure about the shape of that. Yeah, I definitely uh, prefer you know. it to the octagon look that oh, they yeah, had yeah. done. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a big step up for sure. Um, and then you do get a minifig with that one, too. It, it's important to call out. This is probably the turning point for UCS sets, including minifigures, yeah. I would say, because yeah. they did not have any reason that they needed to include that Imperial TIE Fighter pilot, but they did. And they put him on the little spot next to the plaque there, just like they did with the R2-D2, right? So that's an interesting little detail that has come about in those yeah. but then i want to move on now to one that has gotten an enormous amount of hate the only yeah. collector series assault on hoth this one is reviled in the community um it's just not there's there's a lot of not love on this there's set. a lot going on here there's yeah it's it's true i think probably one of the things that is irritating about it is that it's so modular feeling like all the pieces are disjointed they don't go together you know per se and really, I feel like for something like this, for a Hoth base, um, in the past we would have gotten a, you know, a big base plate to build the thing on. And here it's just a bunch of pieces that are kind of separate from one another. Um, and I actually built that Hoth gate. Uh, you know, the, the Echo Base gate, mm -hmm. uh, just using the instructions off of Lego's website because I liked that piece and I used it for my own little, you know, Hoth scene up above there. But, uh, you know, everything else I kind of could take or leave, honestly. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, no. I, I wish I got this set. <laughs> like, I think the reason I didn't get it at the time was because it wasn't what I was expecting and it wasn't what I would have wanted. But honestly, yeah. you, you get everything you need from Hoth in this set. As a, a UCS set, you're supposed to have something that you can take out of the box and it's a model to go on the shelf. And this is 100% mm-hmm. not that. Yeah. Um, this is like a great starting point if you want to like maybe do your own Hoth thing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, highlight this comment. Yes, uh, that is a funny battle pack. Build, yes, uh, it's a hundred percent the ultimate battle pack. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot that you could have done with yep. this. Well, and interestingly yep. too, you'll notice this is the last one until we finish. That's going to be a playset, yep. um, and I think maybe all the hate that the set got is what probably maybe inspired the Master Builder, Master series, Builder series name to come yep. about. Yep. Um, now there, but, yeah. there actually are a couple of really cool minifigs in that set. Like um, I don't know if, you, if anybody is really familiar with that set, but it does include an astromech mm-hmm. droid that has the orange printing on it. It's R three A two, and he has this like transparent black yes. dome. Really, really cool because I feel like you see that once or twice in the original series or the original movies, and you know they didn't ever make anything like that out of Lego except for. Like this one is one of the few that I've ever, I think maybe the only one that has that type of dome. So that's kind of a cool thing. Um, but I mean, really, for the rest of it, it's, it's most of it is just, you know, a ton of rebels and a couple of snow troopers and Han Solo. And yeah. a couple of, uh, you know, I think you get a couple of, you know, snow speeder pilots. So. Yeah. But now, this was the last time that we would have gotten a Wampa and a Tauntaun, I believe. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. Which yeah. are great, you know. <clears throat> So there's something to be said for that. That is very true. So second UCS set in that year was the last version of the Death Star that we've had. Yeah. Uh, so that was 2016, yeah. A re-release of that one. And mm-hmm. pretty much everything is the same. I think uh, between that and this one, they had changed the type of cannon piece that they use at one point. So yes. that yeah. structure is slightly different. And the main noticeable difference with this one is the minifigs. Uh, a lot of them yes. are updated yeah. prints. Uh, some are straight up different now. That astromech droid is now um, a blue astromech droid. Yeah, yeah. Um, R3M3. The Death Star uh, people now are not all four, I think, the same. Now two of them have, like, helmets, and the other yes. two have, like, a new type of helmet. And well, then... so before you had two that had the... Oh, uh, we lost him. Lock it um... Sorry. Sorry, I disappeared there for a second. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, here I am. Um, that had the, the bucket helmet and then, um, you had two that were stormtroopers, but this one had the new mold for that helmet. Right. And, um, then you've got the Darth Vader type two helmet in that also, which is a two piece helmet, which is very cool. And the spongy cape. So, um, also you get the Chewbacca that has the, uh, the printing on the fur versus the original one that was just, you know, reddish brown. And this is actually like dark brown and dark tan. So, uh, you know, good good updates there. We also have the Emperor Palpatine has his more pallid and accurate skin color, as well as Grand Moff Tarkin, the next version that has better hair. I wouldn't say better, but more accurate hair. <laughs> yeah. So, Just an uh, overall and, really nice Tarkin figure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Can't get anywhere else. Uh, but they did the same thing with Luke Skywalker, giving us both the farm boy and the stormtrooper uh, Luke Skywalker and the Jedi Luke Skywalker in this set. So they were trying to accomplish the same thing as the original one there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. A lot of yeah. good improvements on those minifigs, but otherwise very similar in the build. And this time also labeled as a UCS set. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. 
So after that, we got a couple in 2017, the new version, the snow speeder. I, I do think that this one, you know, you're right about the about the size and the shape of it, but I do think that it's a little bit better updated in terms of the pieces. Also, I believe the cockpit is a, is a new piece there too uh, that only comes in that set. Uh, too many figs on that one. So you had the, uh, the pilot and the uh, co-pilot. But uh, no astromech because they don't fit into the snow speeders. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, the next best set in 2017 and longest standing UC at probably at this time is the Millennium Falcon with 7,513 pieces and eight minifigs, uh, representing a really enormous leap in both the the quality and the style of UCS sets. So uh, the interesting thing also with this set is not only that they have improved on the shapes of everything, but also that they give you the option to switch between the round radar dish or the rectangular one, depending on which era of the ship you're representing. And to help you with that effort, they give you both the original trilogy figures as well as sequel trilogy figures. So you get BB-8 and uh, Finn, and I believe you get Ray with that set also, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah. It's widely considered by a lot of the Lego Star Wars community to be the ultimate Lego Star Wars set. The the it's best. And I mean, it's hard to argue Incredible. with it. It's it's one of the most iconic ships from the entire franchise. Yeah. The model yeah. is absolutely amazing. It's eye-catching. Anybody that's a fan of Star Wars sees it and they're like, "Oh my goodness." Yeah, that's that's it. That's what kind of defines Star Wars for a lot of people. You know, it's it's that iconic. It is the ship that you think of. So yeah, it's it's and they executed it really well. So it's yeah. it's a good set. One for the record books. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And then we had the newer version of the Y-wing Starfighter that year too. So or 2018, sorry, the next year. But yeah, we had 1,959 pieces and too many figs on this one. So you get the pilot and then of course the astromech droid with it. But as you said before, you know the coloring is better on this one. The greebling is a little bit more accurate also. But uh, you know, I think by itself the other set stands okay. But then when you compare it with this one, it's like, yeah, obviously there's a good reason this one is yeah. is. You know, the way it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good jump there. But then uh, now kind of one of my favorites here to look at would be the 2019 Imperial Star Destroyer. And also one that is on the retiring list, as we mentioned before. Yes. This yes. one is, um, I, I mislabeled the number of pieces. It's not 14,000. <laughs> but say, yeah, yeah. Good Lord almighty. Yeah. So that one should have been taken off. <laughs> uh, that would be a, a really insane build, right? But uh, yeah, yeah 4,772 pieces. <laughs> but uh you know only too many figs on this so that's this one you know. also i guess kind of starts the trend of that lego seems to want to continue to produce a very massive uh lego yeah. every yep. year um, absolutely i think we skipped the we're not we haven't touched on them yet but they were they for a little bit were transitioning between a massive lego set uh like one of these and then a master builder series yeah yep which we'll they, look at in a second. That, they did that a little bit, yeah. Um, and now they've kind of upturned yeah, that they've idea. They've just but... broken it, yes. <laughs> so who knows what they'll do? They're trying to keep us on our feet. Serpentine, you know. Um, so, But then 2020, we got the A-Wing, and that was a 1,600-piece uh, build with one minifig on there. So, you know, a lot of people like that one. I, it was never really at the top of my list. Um, it's, uh, I believe, retired now, so, you know. 
SOL if you didn't get it. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it looks good. It's it's a it's, it's a good shape, good and hard, really smooth. Yeah, hard shapes to achieve, and they still oh, yeah. done the way those like mo- the modules on the side are kind of added on and layers yeah, to achieve yeah. that that yeah, pointed look. It's a good looking ship, honestly. Yeah, it just wasn't really on the top of my list. I do like the minifig, though, the A Wing pilot. And then you have the uh, 2021 R2D2. So, this is a really excellent update to that R2D2 from the previous version in 2012. I mean, it's a lot of years of progress in between, uh, but I think that Matt would probably speak to the fragility of uh, that set in particular. I mean, when they advertised that set, they showed all the different features and how the lightsaber pops out of the top and how the foot comes down and the little things pop out. <laughs> bummer, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not yeah. great. Yeah. But you do get that nice little plate for the uh, 50 years of Lucasfilm, so that's kind of cool. Nice. On it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I that just, I will piece will be it. worth a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. But and also another good detail in there is is not only the shapes that they used and and a lot smoother pieces, but also uh, you know like the coloring of those little hoses at the bottom of his feet too. Say. Those are more like the gold color. It's more accurate. Yeah. It's probably yeah. my favorite yeah. little detail. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Then we got the Republic gunship. All right, so this is what I was talking about before. We got, you know, too many figures and a lot of people unhappy about that because they expected to get Commander Cody and a buttload of, uh, you know, clone troopers. So we did not get that. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, I, I like the many things we got. We got Windu and... and uh, it was a know, miracle I, that we got the set, period. So. Honestly. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, quite the stunner if you see it in person, too. I mean, the wingspan is tremendous tremendous yeah, on it. It, it it takes up a lot of room it's good size it's comparable to the falcon in size yeah it's just um, because of that wingspan it's, it's yes. incredible yeah so uh, you know great job with the shaping also on those two top cannons uh you know the previous versions have really just used cones for that uh, to taper down but here they got that kind of gradual shape to it better um a lot of a lot of good improvements there i like it a lot uh so yeah so great very set. very impressive set you need a whole coffee table for it of course but yeah. you know <laughs> um, and then we had the uh later in the year 2021 ATAT or ADAT if you prefer. That was a 6,700 piece set. Uh, nine minifigures, most of which are going to be your snow troopers. But yes, yeah, it's, it's a really, really cool set also. And here we can see consistently LEGO is now putting out a really, really impressive, really detailed Ultimate Collector Series sets year after year. Uh, now we do have some alternating that they do between the strictly Ultimate Collector Series and Master Builder Series sets, as we'll kind of talk about in a minute here but next one up on the list and the last ultimate collector series at the time of this recording in 2022 we got luke skywalker's land speed with 1800 pieces and two minifigures we got our uh, c3po and luke skywalker on there so this one was one that was kind of joked about for years you know they've put out a land speeder every year it feels like and oh eventually they're gonna do ultimate collector series of that thing and so they did so <laughs> that's it's it's interesting that they went that direction uh, but it does look really good and that windshield piece um is, is really cool yeah it's really a new neat. mold and really good looking piece yeah Yes, yes. Yep. And that is all of the UCS sets that LEGO Star Wars has done. We obviously have one coming out. Ever, um, yeah. In just around a week's time. Um, yes, and that brings yep. us to two of the Master Builder series sets. That's right, yeah. Betrayal at Cloud City is a really iconic location and a really, really great recreation of that of that uh, scene here so we have 21 minifigs in this set and this is one of those things that kind of makes you think about whether the 
Ewok Village or the uh, Sultan Hoth would have been considered in the same category. With the number of minifigs, we were talking like 17 and 25 or something like that. You know, we've got 21 minifigs in this set, and it's mostly built around being able to show the whole you know, the whole area, you know, you've got the, the spot where Vader is confronting Luke on that little scaffolding and you've got the dinner scene where the look could you join us, you know, and you've got the slave one landing over there on the side and you got the cloud car. So yeah, I mean, they kind of show everything just like they did with the, the death star, you know, so same intent, same idea, very expensive set now to try to find on the uh, secondary markets. Um, yes. And that brings us finally to Mos Eisley Cantina. And I have this set. This one is is really something else. It is There's so much detail to the interior chambers in this. It, every single room, and they have, uh, you know, like a stage for the Bith musicians. They've even got a place you can see on this on the picture of it there. There's a place for your dewback to be watered, you know. So um, interesting also, hole. you know, uh, interestingly with this set, this the first version of that land speeder that you see in the back there that one that is featured on screen for like three seconds or whatever um, yep. it's actually <laughs> really cool i have it right here uh, because i think it looks good in my tatooine little mock area but yeah it's it's really sleek very cool that's actually what they start you off with that's the first thing you build when you start going with the set but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of detail to it. Challenge with it is displaying it because the whole thing is designed to hinge open, and so you have just a, a, an enormous amount of ability to recreate different scenes with it. And then you also have this little Jawa scavenger shop and another hut or something like that over there. And those are so they're they're detachable, but you can also put them onto the main build. And then you have a couple of moisture evaporators that hang off of the sides. And so you have to be very careful if you're moving it because they're attached by like one little piece there on the side. And so you're, you don't want to lose your moisture evaporator. So you got to take those off and it's, it's a little bit unwieldy, but it is very, very cool. And every one of the roof pieces will pull off too. So you can see inside, um, or you can just open the whole thing up and see inside too. And they did a good job recreating the bar scene and everything, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's a, it's a really well done set. Um, the only challenge is just going to be how you display it or where you display it or if you display it at all because there's no place for it. Mine's, you yeah. can't even see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, I think that's, that's what we've got. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to wrap up our show for this week. Thank you to everybody that tuned in today. We had a, quite a lot of viewers. Be sure to go ahead and give it a listen on Spotify and Apple once it comes out. And yes, we will be absolutely. back with you guys next week for another episode full of some awesome fun uh and we Thank may so even have a special guest next time yeah we just might that's right <laughs> well thanks everybody again uh, yeah thank you everybody thank we'll you so much for watching. see you guys